this podcast, I relate real life to the psych and psych to the real life, showing you that things aren't what they seem and how you can address the inner sense to get a better clarity of what the hell is going on. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Undressing Your Inner Sense. So today is part three of our mental wellness health talk. And today we're going to be talking about mindfulness and meditation, my two favorite topics and I just can't wait to get in. So let's see. So when you first hear the word mindfulness, I'm sure that you initially think of being careful, being just aware of what's going on. So the Google definition for the first Google definition for um, mindfulness could be defined as the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Two, the second definition is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensation used as a therapeutic technique. So since I'm not like a total expert on being mindful, I'm going to give my own personal input. I'm going to read um, something like a paragraph from Psychology Today that speaks on mindfulness and how it's related to psychology. I'm going to touch on that as well. So the article states, to live mindfully is to live in the moment and reawaken oneself to the present rather than dwelling on the past or anticipating the future. To be mindful is to observe and label thoughts, feelings, sensations in the body in an objective manner. Mindfulness can therefore be a tool to avoid self-criticism and judgment while identifying and managing different emotions. So let's decipher each sentence that I just read, or half sentences. So to live mindfully is to live in the moment and reawaken one's self to the present rather than dwelling on the past or anticipating the future. I see a couple issues with this like off the bat as soon as I read this. When I did my research for this um, last week... I read this, I'm like, bro, I'm, I know I'm going to have to say something. I'm going to have to come for this sentence. Like, I'm not trying to contradict this because I do believe in living mindfully. But how are you supposed to live mindfully when you know you have shit coming up in the future? You know you have stuff to do. You know you have this to do. Something goes wrong. You, like, your plans detour. Or let's say that something bad happened to the past to you. Like, how are you supposed to just automatically be be mindful okay i'm not gonna worry about that that's the past and when you know it still affects you as it affected you in the past so that's my issue with that but another contradiction to the statement i just made maybe they're saying they're meaning like you can only be mindful if you have certain traits such as maybe forgiving maybe um not holding grudges often so maybe maybe it can be like that. Like you have to have certain traits in order to fully live mindful, which which I think might be the case. But when I read this article in its full extent, uh, it did not say anything like that. So I'm just going to put that out there, that being mindful isn't for everybody and everybody cannot do it like as soon as possible. It takes time to develop because you have to work on previous mishaps and previous things that have happened or previous or previous habits that you have in order to fully be mindful and not even think about the past and not think about the future. So next, 
To be mindful is to observe and label thoughts, feelings, sensations in the body in an objective manner. I agree with this. Being mindful, you just have to be aware of um, your thoughts, feelings, why you're feeling the way you're feeling, what made you feel this way. And if it's like a bad feeling or overly, overly hype feeling, whether you're feeling super, super sad or super, super happy, you definitely want to try to level yourself in a way. Sorry for those distractions. I'm currently on my laptop right now, which you know, iMessage just keeps popping up and I really don't know how to get it off. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes. Okay, so let's continue. So mindfulness, mindfulness is rooted in Buddhist and Hindu teachings. And Buddhism includes like a journey towards like enlightenment and the concept of satai. I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. I watched a video on this satai or satai, which encompasses attention, awareness, and the act of being present. And that's considered the first step towards enlightenment. Um, mindfulness also holds two ingredients awareness and acceptance so awareness is the knowledge and the ability to like basically focus on like focus your attention on one's inner possesses and experiences like basically awareness is basically focus is being introspective to yourself being aware of yourself and the um which is that's the inner process part and the experiences part Experience part is being in the moment. So being aware of yourself, being introspective to what you're feeling, how you're feeling, why you're feeling, and being and experiencing things, being in the moment. Do you guys get what I'm saying? If you don't, definitely please reach out to me through DM and I will definitely do a longer podcast about mindfulness or even a YouTube video. So just let me know. So let's continue. And acceptance is the ability to observe and accept rather than to judge or avoid. So the goal, the purpose of mindfulness is to cultivate a perspective on one's consciousness. I got the word cultivate from Psychology Today, the article that I read before, and I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful word when it came to talking about mindfulness. So the goal of mindfulness is to cultivate perspective onto one's consciousness and identity that can bring greater peace mentally and relationally. So by relationally, um, so mentally yourself and then relationally other people in a way. And mindfulness may also be used as um, a form of therapy, which... There is such thing. Definitely looked it up. Do your fact check. You can definitely do some um, mindful-based therapies, and it addresses stress, anxiety, pain, or just the simple feeling of becoming more relaxed. So mindfulness is a form of meditation, if you guys didn't know. And I also said I was going to be talking about meditation. But before we do that, I definitely want to give you guys an insight on the benefits of mindfulness and how mindfulness can be practiced to the full extent. I have this notion that I'm starting to develop and starting to like, I bought the shoe. Now I got to put my foot in it, right? So not literally, figuratively, 
doing things with intention. Don't just do things to do things. Do it because there's a purpose. Do it because something will come out of it, whether that something is self-gain or helping another person, you know? Doing things with intention and just... That's, I think that could be a form of mindfulness, just doing things with intention, being aware of what you're doing and just doing it, not just to do it, but do it because it has a purpose. So the benefits of mindfulness. So mindfulness, practicing mindfulness can definitely relieve anxiety. It can help you become more aware and accept and cope and sympathize and empathize with people who you would not usually able to like to connect with in a way like it's going to help you understand and cope with like uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations and specifically uncomfortable emotions you know allowing them allowing those emotions and those experiences to gain control it sounds a little like opposite of what i'm sure like the masses heard but gain having those emotions gain control and find relief you know, and to cultivate these skills, you definitely have to concentrate, cultivate again, you know, the vibes, you definitely got to concentrate on breathing and breathing properly, you know, so when you're breathing, put your hand on your stomach right now, by the way, I'm thinking about doing some mindfulness meditation videos on YouTube, so stay tuned for that, and it's definitely going to have to be related to psychology, because it's literally like, I don't even have to say related. It's literally already related to psychology, but continue. Put your hand on your stomach as you're breathing out through your nose. Make sure your stomach pushes out. When you're breathing in, make sure your stomach pushes in. Keep your mouth closed. Just breathe through your nose. So stomach out, breathe, breathe in. Stomach is out, breathe in, breathe out, I mean. So when, you're, so when you're breathing in, your stomach goes out. When you're breathing out, your stomach goes in. That would be the proper way to breathe, according to Google and according to my book about ancient comedic diet meditation and wellness and all that good stuff i'm gonna definitely give you guys a run through when i'm finished with that book but i want to take my time to actually you know gain gain some knowledge and retain some knowledge because i'm working on my health right now at the moment and my mental health as well so not only my diet but my mental health so yeah yeah so let's talk about how to practice mindfulness. This is going to not be in detailed because you can Google that if you actually want to learn how to practice mindfulness and how to be mindless. Mind mindless. Ah, indoctrination is real, guys. But no, not mindless. Mindful. Okay, so a way, a step that you can take in order to start your mindful journey can be just sitting down in the morning time or whenever you have like a, some like a five ten minute time frame. So just take five to ten minutes and just sit down, sit sit up straight, make sure your back is aligned, and just take deep breaths. 
Remember, when you're breathing in, your stomach goes out. You're not breathing with your chest. And when you're breathing out, your stomach goes in. So, out, in. So, when you're just breathing, don't necessarily, your mind is tends to wander. That's like the natural thing that like a, a person's brain might do, you know? So just focus on each breath. I'm totally, I'm not even copying this off of anything. Like, I'm, this is my way of being mindful. And I'm going to show you guys what a professional says. So just focus on, I try to focus on each breath as I'm coming in and out. Maybe um, some memories will like start to occur and start to like be brought up and I just quickly dismiss them, you know, because I just want to focus on nothing at that point. When I'm practicing mindfulness and I'm just sitting and breathing, I don't want to think about anything, even though sometimes that's impossible because there's always going to be stuff popping in and out of your brain, right? So just focus on your breath, breathing in and out, the sounds, the scents, temperature all around you, the feeling of air passing in and out of your body, you know, like sit outside, feel the breeze that the wind, like the wind brings you on your skin. Maybe you're getting goosebumps because it's a little chilly. The scents, maybe you're sitting around some flowers, you smell some roses, the sound, maybe you hear the train because you live by the train, you hear um, some birds chirping, the bird wings flapping around you. Just focused, focus on that, you know, focus on the little things that we don't normally focus on. I was on an amazing journey, like around 10th grade, just being mindful. I took pictures of like the sky, the trees every, every day, every day. It's like the only thing that made me happy. The only thing that brought me joy in a way. But, yeah, <laughs> now I'm back at square one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But sometimes when you go forward, you go back, you just got to keep going forward. You know, as long as you realize that you, like you went back, you regressed. As long as you are mindful and introspective about your habits and your behavior, you're going to do fine. You're going to do fine in life because it's not like you're, completely like oblivious to what's going on right so while you're breathing while you're hearing the sound smelling the sense feeling the temperature the air getting a sense of the moment that you're in right now thoughts are going to start popping up and when those thoughts thoughts start popping up at this moment just allow allow your emotions to get the best of you you know experience it allow each thought to exist all, all of your thoughts matters. Bad, cruel, weird, da, 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 da. It matters. Allow it to exist and try not to judge it. Part of being mindfulness, as I said before, is not judging, you know? Not Don't judge and don't place negativity onto it. Just let it be a simple thought. And then um, another thing I like to do after I just be sitting with my eyes closed or eyes open, I usually go inside 
my house and start to journal like what the fuck just happened <laughs> you know like I just journal what the hell just happened and I feel like after I do that I start to get clarity on some of my thoughts on why I've been feeling that way okay I felt that way because of that okay oh okay when she did that I felt that way all right I'm still holding that over my head you know <laughs> So yeah, that's my take on practicing mindfulness. And that right now I'm going to explain to you guys how um, like a professional would like a professional take on practicing mindfulness. So right now I am on mindful.org, healthy mind, healthy life. And this article is written by the mindful staff. Ironic, right? No name. <laughs> So the article is titled, How to Practice Mindfulness, Becoming More Aware of Where You Are, What You're Doing, Without Becoming Overly Reactive or Overwhelmed by What's Going On Around You. This was posted December 12, 2018. Always check the date and the credentials. I'm not going to check the credentials for this one because like, I've been on this page before. It's fine. There's people who, um, they have degrees in like psychology, sociology, and just other, um, things related to mental health. So I'm like, okay, bet you're good. Okay. So let's read. So mindfulness is a natural quality that we all have. It is available to us in every moment. If we take the time to appreciate it, when we practice mindfulness we're practicing the art of creating space for ourselves. Space to think, space to breathe, space between ourselves and our reactions. I have a troubled time with being mindful because being mindful is so fucking slow. It's so slow to me and I don't know how I've gotten this way. Maybe it's because I live in New York City, such a fast, fast city that everything is fast paced for me like I need if I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do it fast but I'm gonna do it efficiently you get what I'm saying I walk super fast I do things very fast than I think like the normal person would do because at first if I don't know what I'm doing of course it's gonna be slow but once I get the hang of what I'm doing I do it super fast I do it effectively and I feel like that's not good all the time you know sometimes I have to remind myself to relax you know slow things down that's that's that was my goal for summer 2020 until quarantine happened slowing it down walking slower doing things more slower than I would normally have have done it because I think like why not you know just why not I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of things because I'm just going super fast you know so that's my TED talk. Okay. So when we practice mindfulness, we're practicing the art of creating a space for ourselves, a space to think, space to breathe, and space between ourselves and our reaction. What you need to know before practicing mindfulness, you don't need to buy anything. That's number one. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need a book about mindfulness. There's Google. Use Google. Um, use Duck, duck, go, 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 duck, whatever. Use Bing, use Safari, 
you don't need to buy anything. But people are going to be marketing. I'm going to tell you that if you're going to if you're going on a journey to be mindful, you're going to see people marketing things that you don't need. It's just I feel like people market things that people are too lazy to do by themselves or too lazy to research, too lazy to do that. Don't be those people. Don't spend your money. Two, there's no way to quiet your mind. As I said, it's so inevitable for you can be you can be having your little mindful moment, your breathing exercise, thinking about the sounds, the temperature, everything around you, and something dumb will pop in your mind. It's so inevitable. That's just that's just how our brains work. So this states that's not the goal here. There is no bliss state or otherworldly communion. All you're trying to do is pay attention to the present moment without judgment. Judgment. Let me take that into my vocabulary. Three, your mind will wander. It goes same to two, you know? As you practice paying attention to like what's going on in your body, your mind, at that present, present moment, you'll find you'll find so many thoughts arise. Whether thoughts that are related to the moment or thoughts that have no business being in that moment. <laughs> Four, your judgy brain will try to take over. And this is the without judgment part. If you guys don't realize everything without judgment, bruh, 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 bruh. You got to quiet that down. You got, you have to be. I'm not even going to say strong. You have to be mentally mentally aware to either cut it off when it's like in the middle, when your thoughts are, be, are in the middle of being judgy or knowing when a judgy thought might arise and just be like, nah, nah, nah. But when you are, when those thoughts come up though at first, definitely Take a mental note or a physical note of what those judgments are, you know, and just let them pass, recognizing that this is a judgment-free zone, you know? You're recognizing it, okay, recognizing those judgments, and you're just going to let that pass. That's not needed in your brain, you know? Five. It's all about returning your attention again and again to the present moment. The, oh my gosh. So like these, um, <laughs> these what you need to know before practicing mindfulness, are, they go hand in hand. You got, it's all about jumping back to that mindful state when those thoughts arise, when distractions may occur. You know, and another um, a tip that you can use, use your breath to, as an anchor to reinforce that state of serenity, that state of just calmness, that state of um, realizations, that state of sensations, feeling all, using all your five senses, you know, just use, use that, use your breath, like breathing in and out as a reinforcer, like, okay, damn, got to get back to work. So now let's talk about how to practice mindfulness. So first, take a seat. Find a place to sit that feels calm and quiet to you. Two, set a limit. If you're just beginning, 
it can help to choose a short time such as 5 or 10 minutes. 3. Notice your body. You can sit in a chair with your feet on the floor. You can sit loosely cross-legged in a lotus posture. You can kneel. Everything is cool. Just make sure you are in a stable position that you can stay in for a while. 4. Feel your breath. Follow the sensation of your breath going in and out. When you're breathing in, feel your stomach expand out. When you're breathing out, feel your stomach go in. Five, notice when your mind has wandered. Inevitably, your attention will leave the sensation of the breath and like wandering to wander to like another place, you know? Note, just take note, take mental notes of those judgments, those wanders. And when you get around to noticing this, in a few seconds, a minute, five minutes, simply return your attention to your breath. Six, be kind to your wandering mind. Don't judge yourself or obsess over the contents of the thoughts you find yourself lost in. Just come back. So a lot of mindfulness has to do with forgiving if you haven't seen the pattern forgiving yourself and not judging yourself and not judging others and forgiving others because the thoughts that they talk about the thoughts can just be like little instances you know let's equate instances little instances that happen oh my gosh you took my chocolate in fifth grade that's a little instance that's a little thought right So learning to forgive and move on and not judge those thoughts, not judge those people and being empathetic to, okay, maybe that situation wasn't exactly how I took it as because that's the case sometimes. We might like to believe that, "Uh uh-uh, my memory is clear, Uh uh-uh, it went like that way. But no, it went like that way for you. Damn, I'm here giving advice and I can't take it. Uh. But yeah, it went like that for you. It didn't go like that for other people, you know, because everyone has their different, has different perspectives, different views, different ways of thinking, different, just we're all different. Very individualistic people. Very, 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 very. So now let's talk about meditation. So I thought the perfect, um, the perfect way I can talk about meditation the perfect resource I can use is Headspace. I'm sure you guys have seen the ads on Instagram, Google, Snapchat, everything Headspace, etc. So let's read what meditation is. What is meditation? Meditation isn't about becoming a different person, a new person, or even a better person. It's about training in awareness and getting a healthy sense of perspective. You're not trying to turn off your thoughts or feelings. You're learning to observe with you're, you're learning to observe them without guess the word judgment. And eventually you may start to better understand them as well. Okay, so doing some background research on specifically this um, episode, part three of the mental um, wellness series, judgment. That's all I could say, judgment. Like finding a way to rid myself and ourselves of judgment. I'm going to write this down right now because it's like it didn't engrave in in my mind yet. But now, like it it definitely did. 
So just being free from judgment. So let's begin on some tips and just some overall facts about meditation. So let's talk about some meditation basics. So most meditations begin by sitting down in a quiet place, closing the eyes, calming the mind, and focusing on the breath, your breath. But there's more to meditating than just sitting quietly and breathing. When we meditate, we are essentially cultivating awareness and compassion. We are training the mind to stop being easily distracted and instead be more focused in the present moment. Once again, I have hard trouble. I have hard trouble, my gosh. (laughs) We are training the mind to stop being easily distracted and instead be more focused in the present moment, using the breath as our anchor in the moment. We simply sit and gradually learn to let the thoughts and feelings come and go. So step one on how to start meditating. Decide on a time and place that works for you. And you're going to notice this is so similar as if I'm talking about mindfulness. But this is meditation, which is a like the category. And then mindfulness is like a type of meditation. So decide on a time and place that works for you. Research shows that it's easiest to create a new habit when we do it at the same time, same place, every day. Don't overthink it. Just let it happen. Whatever the whatever is the best time for you, make it the best time. Two, decide on an amount of time to meditate. Particularly for beginners, starting with a small manage- manageable chunk of time, for example, three, five, ten minute sessions is key. So it helps you to bring up that stamina for you to even meditate for longer periods of time. I personally meditate for five minutes typically. Because I just, when I think of time, I don't like time being wasted. And when I think of 10 minutes plus of meditation, I'm like, okay, that is time wasted. But I actually did do a 10-minute meditation once in the morning time, and it was beautiful. It It didn't seem like it was 10 minutes. It was so gorgeous. Step three, make sure you're sitting comfortably. You can sit with your legs crossed, your arms cross just make sure you're comfortable keep your back straight but not too tense use a cushion if you need step four decide whether you want the meditation to be guided or unguided so guided meditation is led by like an experienced teacher and an unguided is basically you're just following your breath your breath is your guide in a way so yeah most guided meditations follow a similar format the teacher explains how like the mind behaves during meditation and it leads you through a particular meditation technique um ways to breathe properly um basically repeating some mantras over if you're maybe you're doing a self-guided not a self-guided a guided meditation that revolves around anxiety or social anxiety the teacher will say mantras to help relieve some of that so yes there we have it thank you guys for tuning in to undressing your inner sense episode i will see you guys next week and i think i want to actually up my schedule like probably do two videos a week because it's like why not i have the time i'm home like why not so thank you guys for tuning in i hope i said something very informative to you guys and see you guys next week bye